say this, man, as a man, anything that happens to me is my fault. I agree with that. It ain't never. Man, say that one more time, please. It, we got to take full responsibility, man. Like I, I tell people this, and I talk. I know we talked about kids, but anything that happened to me is my fault. When I choose that woman and it don't go right, it ain't her fault. Expect nothing and accept everything. Welcome to Harley Initiated, where real men talk real shit. And today, fellas, man, we tuned in with the, man, we tuned in. We got a special, special guest. A legend. A legend here today. I don't even, look, I'm skipping the introduction for ourselves. Y'all know what's time Ryan here today, right? <laughs> what's out? Let, let's get to the guest right now, okay? Because I got an Atlanta legend, a real estate investor, a community extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm talking. We got the mayor of Atlanta here with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, when I th- when I think of Ramon, man, I just think OG, OG. You got see, the answers. That's that's very important too. Because by the way, Ramon Tooks is on the platform uh, with us here today. Yes, sir, thank you for having me. And see, this is the first time I could I could say we really got an OG mm-hmm. on the platform. We've been having a couple young guys. You know, me and Ryan been running the show, trying to put out. You know, put not trying. But we've been putting our own perspective out on the platform. But I really wanted to bring a mature perspective to the platform. So I appreciate you joining us here today, Ramon. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you all for having me. Honored to be here. And you you actually on tour right now, right? Yeah, we about wrapping it up now. Yeah, but we've been around uh, for the past two months running. For the past two months. And tell us a little bit about the tour. What's going down right now? The tour is called the Collaboration Tour. Uh, One thing that we know that in order for us to really grow our communities – we need to have the relationships in those communities and let the people know who those people are. So three years ago, we started, we did a tour. We did 27 cities in 24 weeks, building relationships. This time, we were not going to do it, but we said, you know what? That wealth gap grew during the pandemic, and we got to do something for our people. We got to do something where they're connecting, know they got the resources, some strategies. And it's not just real estate, because we talked a lot about um, life insurance, health insurance, financial planning, estate planning, then the real estate stuff comes. So everything pretty much related is centered around wealth. Around building wealth, yep. And that's how I see you, Ramon. I see you as a, a, a wealth expert and a relationship expert, too, because we, we've met copious amount of people, you know, just from being in the same room as you, yeah. you know. And uh, that's why I'm glad, we, you know, the first thing we want to talk about is the combination or that, that area between wealth and women. No, yeah, 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 because <laughs> because see that's that's something I, f- I feel is not really um, spoken about in in abundance, and I really wanted to get some an expert on the platform, and I remember telling Ramon this man because Ramon actually showed up to my birthday gathering, which <laughs> yeah. by the way was one of the the the, the biggest. Guess that I had appeared. First off, that's, that's when I knew we made it. First, no, I told <laughs> my exact words, my exact words. I said, Ramon, the fact that you're here right now lets me know that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'm about to double down on that shit because that was back in February. Right now, we are in what? This is October? October. We're in October right October. now. So the fact that you're here again on the sitting show. here with us is allowing me and affirming that I'm walking in my purpose. Well, y'all, this is actually affirming insp- that. Y'all are inspirational, man. I tell folks. I learn and, and get inspired by a lot of people. You know what I mean? And so when I see y'all work ethic, y'all spirit, just the whole nine, you know, 
making me want to go. Mm. Yeah, it's a good thing. Got to keep y'all keep up the great work. Listen, we and we, we got no intentions of slowing down. Yeah, and no. when you, when you hear that, when you hear when you get a compliment from a more experienced man as a young man, it's like it, it gives you like butterflies in your stomach. It's like, hey, I I am doing the right thing. Yes, y'all are. So we appreciate sure. that for sure. No, we absolutely do, man. And and yeah. and I want I want to hop right into it, Ramon, because. Uh, like Ryan said, we want to talk about, you know, on this platform, guys, for, for those especially who are new, we here are a men's growth platform. And what I want to make sure you guys understand is we have categorized male satisfaction in three categories, wellness, wealth, and women. So I want to make sure that we bring guests that can bring a perspective that can uh, bring a perspective to the platform to be able to really hit on these topics and bring some really good um, insight. And see, the thing about the, I, I don't really hear how we talk. I don't really hear how the wealth and the women aspect is bridged together. So, for example, I'm in a place right now. I'm dating. You know, I'm on. And um, I'm, I'm talking to women pretty consistently. It's and expensive, too. It's expensive to it, date it, women. It, 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 can, it, can, be. it, can, it can be. It can be. No, I, I figured that shit out. I, listen, it's, it's, it's really not that expensive for me. <laughs> now, right? that's a whole nother episode. That's the the, the whole, tips, dating tips and tricks. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but see, marriage, right? I'm constantly hearing the conversation now of marriage. I, I got friends now that's getting married, right, on a consistent basis. I got women now who are telling me that they're looking to, you know, go ahead and, and tie the knot. But... As I'm as I'm looking at it, I'm questioning because I'm a man who plans on building a very you know massive you know fortune and empire for myself, and I I, I have to be honest and say I'm questioning whether or not you know marriage is a good wealth building tool or partnership in 2021. Mm. I'm not sure if that is what a young man who's looking to build an empire should be prioritizing, especially at this and age or at this point in time in my life. I, w- I want to hear your opinion on it. So I'm a, I'm gonna always say yes, um, mm. but it may not be for everybody. And you got to be patient. You got to first thing you got to do is pray about it. But you got to make sure you're you are ready for marriage. Like a lot of times we marry because somebody else is putting the pressure on us. You got to be ready. You got to be that person, the best version of yourself when it's time to join unions. So she's the best version. You're the best version. Y'all gonna always have to work together. But when you got the right person behind you, you grow. If you got the wrong person, even with the dating, I'm gonna tell you something that I look at. I believe in spirits. So if you got the wrong, like if you date Sean and Mary and Kim, well, Kim may have a lack spirit that jump on you. Mary may have a, I don't know, just the wrong cooling spirit, whatever it may be. But you got all them spirits on you, so when you go home, that's why they tell us to go out in the wilderness and separate and isolate ourselves where you can grow. And so if we keep you doing so much dating, it becomes a problem. Mm. See, the marriage, if you if you choose the right person or if the right person y'all are brought together, that thing will take you to another level or it can take you down another level or 10. Okay. So I think marriage is the best foundation, but I think you got to be patient with it. Not Don't marry just because... She cute. Don't marry just because it's that person. You know what I mean? Or somebody putting pressure on you. That ain't it. You might meet somebody today and get married tomorrow. I don't. You can't put a time frame on it. And just for context, your relationship status like what's what's your current relationship status and what's kind of uh, I guess some some past relationships that you you you've been involved in. So so I'm single. 
<laughs> hey, hand clap for that. Hand clap for that. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I've been married. My first marriage, I got four kids, uh, and then I had a um, girlfriend that you know we had another child. But you know, things didn't work out in this timing. You know, I always say it's timing. Well, do I want to be married? I think that'll be a good thing because I'm not traveling, taking women all out, out the wor- over the world, and you're not somebody that's going to be growing something. I'm not spending 10 grand on you, something I can put in an account or go buy a duplex with. Mm. So that's the challenge for me. It's things that I'm not going to do with just somebody that I'm joking around with. Like, we got to be serious. And I think that marriage thing is for me, I'm 46, so that marriage thing is something where I want to be, but I'm not in a hurry to do it. Okay, so single, married, long-term girlfriend relationship, mm-hmm. and now back single. Yep. What would you say was the best uh, the, the best era? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, <laughs> right. They all listening out there. Oh, they be all right. <laughs> so they all had their pluses and minuses. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we can say single, but sometimes single ain't that great. You know, um, single lets you be who you are when you understand what that means. So when I was young and single, just do what you want to do. That's I was free. When I got married, I can say some of the things I did in a marriage probably is not things I would do now in a marriage. Mm. But the marriage was was cool. It was great when it was great. But when it wasn't great, it wasn't great. The long-term relationship with my girlfriend was really wasn't that long, but it was long. It was great, but we wasn't as compatible as we thought we were. And they both, like I tell people, the, the mother of my children are amazing women. Like if you were, like they people see them, they're like, wow, they like, you know, they everything. They wifey. Yeah, they wifey. <laughs> they beautiful. They in, very intelligent. They got their own money. They you know they take care of the kids. Like I couldn't say anything bad about them. We just, I, it was all in water, or you know, we just didn't. We didn't work. Now, okay, so now when you entered the the first marriage, right, or, or you entered that marriage, was your mindset, hey, we're going to build together? It was, but I was so young, man, and free. Mm. Yeah, I was still, I was still free when I was married. Unfortunately, when I look back. So it was we're going to build together. And then we, we got kids. So when you start having kids, you know, like, you want them to have everything. You know what I mean? Which means I think mentally, if you got a mental, a mentally healthy relationship, the kids are going to be okay. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, we was going to build. I mean, we still building. I mean, she, you know, we understand who our kids are. So we got to we still here for each other. So do you think at that point in your life, like when you engaged in that marriage, did that help you grow to the man that you, you know, grew to? Or do you feel like as a single man, you could have probably progressed further ahead, you know, especially with you being in that phase and stage of freedom at that point? Yeah, I think I think if if I would have um, I wasn't ready to be married, really. When I look back, when I you know, when I was in it, I was cool. But having the right mentors around saying, hey, man, don't do that. You know, I was the leader of the pack, so I did what I wanted to do. So, truly, I wasn't ready. So, I didn't grow um, the way I probably could have, the way we could have grown together. I I didn't. And I think, you know, some of it, some of the things, man, that I think I was um, punished because of things I was doing against the marriage. So Mm. you got to learn. If you're going to be married, I tell people this. I tell my friends, if you're going to be married, be married. And really honor the relationship and honor the marriage, because um, I didn't. 
That makes a lot of sense. Mm. And, you, and you talk about having these um, these mentors in your life who are married and having these successful marriages mm-hmm. and them not really being in, in, in abundance. I still kind of feel like that's the case sometimes. Like I'm not, you know, usually encountering men who have this like very successful marriage and, you know, willing to share about how they structure things. Because I, I don't really know how it looks, especially financially. Like how does it look financially when you get into a marriage? So that's 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 one of those it depends. That's, it's no cookie cutter, right? And And – a successful marriage is like a successful business. It's going to have its ups and downs. See, it, it, it's only not successful when you get a divorce. They say through thick and thin, right? So that means we're going to go through some things, just like right. your business. If your business have a bad quarter, you ain't going to just quit the business. You shouldn't. So I think when people say a successful marriage, it is yours going to be different than mine. See, if I look to you and your marriage, me and my girl, we different. I'm different than you, but some of your principles and things that you go through, I can really learn from them. You know what I mean? I can take pieces of what you did to make sure that I maybe implement them into our relationship, but I got to understand what our relationship is. See, sometimes I'll look at, I look at Ty and say, man, Ty get to stay out every night and go home and his marriage. Okay. That may not work in my house. Mm. He may have two kids. My wife may want seven kids. But if I knew that going in, I can't say, no, nah, I can't give you seven kids. So I think the whole thing is like anything else. It depends on who y'all are, y'all discussions, having great relationships and great communication. The rest of it is easy. So you made a good point. You actually said it only <clears> – <throat> the marriage only fails if, if divorce takes place. So l- let me add, you, you don't think can, – can divorce be healthy? Like can a, a partnership – you know, be what it is, allow you to grow and end at a certain point just as it's supposed to, or is divorce always something that is just like a negative event? So it's always a negative event, but, you know, negative can lead to positive. Like, so when you say, is it a negative? Yeah, because we didn't get together to get a divorce. So we failed in that sense that we had to get a divorce, but maybe we failed from the beginning because we didn't look at the situation. We didn't analyze the deal right. <laughs> that, we didn't a- run the numbers. <laughs> like, like if you go back and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna look at it as a, as a, because a marriage is a business deal. Like you can, we can say what we want to say. It's a business deal. But, but, but what? So, that's kind of my thing. Is like, should marriage last? Like, is you know, they, uh, you say nothing lasts forever. So why is marriage not that? Like marriage should last forever. It should. Really. Yeah, it should. I'm just thinking about all of the, 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 the you know, because I got, got these friends who, you know, they got their parents, they married, and they talking about their parents not happy. You know, mom just kind of kicking it, live, you know, around. Dad is not happy. They might even be dating other people on the side, but nobody is talking about it. So, like, where, where is these happy marriages at? It's a bunch of them, man, but it ain't no such thing as a perfect marriage. Ain't no perfect people. You ain't perfect. I ain't perfect. I ain't going to yeah. never be perfect. So sometimes you look at relationships and, yeah, mom ain't happy, but mom ain't happy. Mom ain't going to be happy with nobody. Dad ain't going to be happy with nobody because they ain't happy with themselves. So that's why mm. counseling and things where if we talking about a partnership, us three going to a partnership, we're not perfect. He's going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. But if the, our end goal is to have a 100 business that lasts 100 years, I can't, I can't let him go. I can't mm. let you go. We've got to figure this thing out. We got to figure out the right system, the right processes. Same thing with marriage. It's a business deal. People hate to look at it that way. But here's the thing. I'm not going to marry somebody that don't have nothing to give to me. And a woman not going to marry, well, 
<laughs> Normally, a woman not gonna marry a dude that have nothing to give to her. What if he can't protect and provide for her? What is he there for? Nothing. They gotta have resources. That's like a minimum. They gotta have some so, some level of resources. And it ain't bad that we marry for resources. I ain't marrying you because you're gonna be cute. Because you ain't gonna be cute in twenty years. You gotta bring something to the table. Yeah, you gotta bring. You ain't gonna be as fine as you were in twenty years. So we gotta have. You gotta have something. You. I gotta understand that you pray for me. I gotta understand that if something were to feel like something were to happen to me, you can take care of these kids. You can move on. You know what I mean? So it's it's a business deal, and I say that, and sometimes people get aggravated. But what are we bringing to the table? What are we investing? Not just, oh, you, you know, you're 25, and you, oh, my God, you're beautiful. That don't worry. We got, that's abundance. Like, I'm not, and not being funny, there are, in this city or in this country, and the ratio for us is probably 30 to 1. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 I mean, women everywhere. Women at the grocery store. Women walking out your apartment complex. Women amazing, at the concert. Amazing, brilliant, mm-hmm. hardworking women. And so we, as men, this, the, this is the biggest issue. We have to be the deciding factor. We the leaders. I don't care what society says right now. We are the leaders. We are. Because guess what? If right now, if you go meet a girl and you can't lead her, she's going to leave you. Oh, yeah, we don't do the episode about that. We don't do that. Yeah, uh, they don't lead. Uh, yeah. They're they going to somebody that can lead them. Right. Whether it be the pastor, whether it be <laughs> <laughs> whoever it is, they're going. They, women are naturally, or most of them are naturally people that want to be, you know, caressed, held, and taken care of, even if they are providers themselves. So that's the thing you got to figure out. What is it that fits you? What do you like? What do I like? So let's talk about the, you know, you know, you talk about leading women. So let's talk about how are you, what are you doing to establish that, like your frame and like you structuring the relationship? What are things that you're doing? So right now, man, I'm at a point where uh, I'm being selfish. I'm, a, I'm taking care of myself. Uh, in August. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, brother. So I had to give a little hand clap. <laughs> so, you know, all my life I've focused on growing and my thoughts are always, man, so we do this, everybody going to be okay. Well, in August, I was tired, like never felt like, oh, my God, I can get up and I'm tired. What am I tired for? So I know physically, I, you know, I have to work on my physical workout run, but mentally um, wasn't in a good place. And so I said, you know what, I took off most of August. We started, like, back on the tour in September and just kind of doing some other stuff. But I know I need to – I want to be the best version of Ramon. Because I'm not going to be great for anybody else. And whoever I'm in a relationship with, I want to be great. I want to walk on water. You know what I mean? And I want them to walk. I want I want to feel like they know I'm walking on water, and I want them to feel like I, I know that they walk on water. And if mm-hmm. we're not there, I can't get in over. I'm not here to heal you. That's not my job. Mm-hmm. I need to heal myself and be whole. And then I can do my best version with you. See, I like to hear you say that, too, about, you know, working on being your best self. I think that a lot of things or one of the things that, most men are apprehensive of is, hey, if I get into this relationship and add this additional responsibility to my plate, am I going to be able to invest in myself as much? So what was your experience in, while, while you were in the marriage? So in the marriage, I was so young, man. When, when I was married, we got, I got married in 2001. Um, I was 26. Man, I was doing real estate, had nightclubs, had, you know, property management companies. Like I was invincible. So a lot of the things I didn't know I needed some help. Like, I didn't know mentally. I was tired. My mom passed. and My mom was 45. She passed in 2001. I got married in 2001. My first daughter was born in two. So it was a lot happening. You know what I mean? I was in law school. We had, like I could say, a bunch of stuff happening. So I never, like, literally, August of 2021, 
it's the first time in 40 plus years I took a break. Wow. Yeah, because I, I don't count vacations. Like I mean, when I say a break, like a real break, like all right, everybody got to, like, even my kids, everybody got to just step back for a minute. Let me see, because I wasn't feeling like, man, I can conquer the world. You know what I mean? And so when I was in the marriage, because I was invincible at 26, making tons of money, you don't even think about that. And I had nobody to say, you know, my dad used to say, slow down. And I used to be like, okay. But it didn't work for me until recently. I felt it. Oh, man, I felt it. <laughs> and you you seem to be now in this in this place of betterment, you know, and, yeah. and personal development. And I know that you actually got a, a, a small men's group, right? Yeah. yeah. T- tell, yeah. tell us more about that and what was your inspiration behind starting that? So, um, what is this, 2019, we did an event, and it was just about mental health. And they started throwing out stats, and we were all in the room like, are you for real? We dying earlier? We have more heart attacks? We commit more suicides, even in our community? Because, you know, for me, like, you don't really hear of a lot of black men that commit suicide. Not a lot. They was like, yeah, even us black men. We, I didn't even know, know that. Yeah, mm. we, we doing it. So we at that point, I said, you know what, y'all, let's just get together. And we working on it being as, as, as a nonprofit. But it's called Monday Morning Men. Okay. Because Monday morning is probably the most important morning. Because most people wake up on Monday morning like, man, I hate Mondays. Yep. Yep. Like, I don't, you know, and that's most people. So we want you to wake up on Monday like, oh, my God, yes, the world is mine. Because we got to conquer the week. That makes sense because there's this thing called Sunday neurosis. I'm not sure if y'all ever heard of that, but it's pretty much this mental state that you get in on Sunday because you would have went through the week Monday through Friday. The main thing you focus on for 8 to 12 hours a day is work. And, you know, you learn and you progress and you achieve and that works. Everything is good. You get to the Saturday where you rest. And now you got Sunday where you just like, I haven't done anything for myself. I'm lost. And then you get into that Monday taking that, that, that you know, bad juju, so to speak. And you're right. Monday is like a very tough Back on day. the hamster wheel. Back on the hamster wheel. Yeah. Very tough day. So I made a decision in August, um, you know, next year. We're going to do something differently, and we're doing differently now because I kind of shut down some stuff we didn't have for the first time in seven years. I'm not having a flipology in November. You know, that was something that's big to our whole community. But mm-hmm. I said next year I'm going to do a lot of self-development, self-stuff. I'm going to go to a lot of other people events. Like, you know, it's it's a shopping center event in Las Vegas every year. I haven't been because I'm always doing our own. So I want to go and just network with the people that's doing these major shopping centers. He's funding. He's buying. He's ready to get going on it. I want to know who they are because I want to develop shopping centers. We've bought them, but not really developed. Like, I want to be in that space. And so going to those events, other masterminds, other things that just focused on me, even if I got to go one day and come back home. You know what I mean? So those are things that I know that I want to do so that I can really be better. When I say better, I want to be the greatest at what I do. I like that you said that too. So it's pretty much you are not only a leader, right, in this in this group that you lead, but you also, you know, working on being a better follower Correct. and learning from these other individuals that's leading these groups. Yeah. Now in your men's group, what what would you say is the the most common concern or challenge that these men are facing? Money. Money. Okay. And how big is the group, by the way? You know what? It's national. So I don't I don't I mean we do we just do a Sunday night call. That's why we're working on organizing it. Um, okay. As a five hundred one c three as a nonprofit, so that we can get more organized. But Sunday night, ten o'clock, man, we jump on a call. I don't ever know how many people on there. People call in from all over, and we just introduce ourselves. 
we'll talk about maybe um, I don't know, man. We might talk about a game. We might talk about some current event, and then we'll say, you know, around ten fifteen, anybody dealing with anything that they feel too much pressure on. They're like, I'm broke, bro. You got to grind. <laughs> you got to change your mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, and I'm gonna tell you, like I had a post the other day, and I asked people why you not investing in, in multifamily, and people say money, and I and I was just replying lies. It ain't money. Even our money issues is not money issues. It's creativity, mm. discipline. Because what's the difference between me and Jeff Bezos? He can outwork me, for sure. He just he he used his creativity and was put himself in the right position. It wasn't he had some kind of advantage. We got millions and millions at our fingertip right now. We go find the right deal, a hundred million dollar deal. I know that we can get it funded. So it's never money. But that's what we always think. We think it's money, and it's not money. It's what we're doing. It's our time, how we discipline ourselves. You know, so, but the biggest thing is money. Like, dudes be like, man, you know, I ain't got no money. And like, Dude, you might have worked two jobs. So these are men that saying they don't have no money, but, I mean, I'm sure these are men, some single, some married. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Now, we'll get into the, the marriage issues on there. We'll get into the children issues, you know. Um, like, even for me, you know, I tell people, man, I want to, I, sometimes I feel like I'm not, one of my daughters, she didn't communicate a lot. But, you know, my other daughter says, she all right, daddy. You know what I mean? So it's like I want to feel like it's um, all the relationships are great, but they come together at different times. You know, that's something that I'll discuss. Like it may be a week where I'm like, damn, I ain't talked to her all week. Wow. Even when she was at home, she, she one of the ones that just be like, I only talk to y'all all every day. People are just different. Everybody different. Even your kids. Everybody different. And you got to get accustomed to, to dealing with people yeah. and, and what makes them different. And they're individuals. You know, same thing for my 14-year-old son. You know, as we become teenagers, things things change. And so I was mm-hmm. like, damn, man, he, he don't really react well. You know, he walk in the door, go in his room and be on a game or cell phone. And so I called a, I go to counseling. So I was like, I need to have a conversation. So we both got on there. And first thing she said, well, 1 to 10, how's your relationship with your dad? Dude says 10. And I'm looking like, Man, what's your 10? Right. right. And I said six. He was like, no, nah, Dad, we good. Wow. And so she asked him if you ever needed something, if you were feeling some kind of way. And so we were speaking two different languages. Mm-hmm. I felt some kind of way, but he was like, shoot, man, if I, you know, he was just relaxed with it. Like, if I need something, I know it, but I figure out things on my own. That made me feel good because he said he don't need us for everything. And how long you been in therapy? Me? Yeah. So five Five years, um, wow. um, just going. I needed it. I needed th- it. Therapy is like it's a, it's a new wave. Like I didn't really hear about therapy no. until maybe twenty twenty is when I started hearing about it a lot more. We needed it. Yeah, we we as a, the world needed it. But I started going because I was having an issue with my oldest daughter, and one day I just it it broke me down. I was like, I need some help. Like, and so I started going to help. So now when I go, I. You know, we talk about all kind of stuff. Like, it's just to get it, get it out. Get it out. Because I probably two months ago, two, three months ago, um, when I walked in my house, I got tired. I'm like, what the hell kind of feng shui I got going on when I walk in the house? <laughs> and so I told her. She was like, walk out the door. Come back in. What's at your front door? And, you know, we walk in the door, man. You got cleats and bandit signs and lights that came in Amazon. It's stuff. Mm. And so she was like, clean that shit up. Right, that, that's because th- that's all affecting your energy. Yeah, when I walk in, they kill me. Like, what the world? This junkie, and then you know, mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I did, and then I felt different, whether it was, it was a mental block or whatever it was. So it's not only just for, like, major problems. It is to get you through. It's like going to the gym. Mm. When you go to the gym, when I go for a walk or whatever, I feel like, wow. Same thing. When I get off that call, it's like, wow, you saw one thing that I was don't need to be thinking about. It's not my job to fix me. Right. And have have you noticed that like therapy has that like had an effect or like changed your performance in business? Or is it like another area where you're getting that healing? It, so it, it has because it all ties together. Um, you know, your mental, your spiritual, physical, your financial, it's all tied. So if one of them off, all of them really off. Mm. So the, it it is definitely helping me. It has gotten me to a point now where I can even recognize in August that I know I need a break. I know it. I knew it. I would have never admitted, like, man, I'm tired. Like, nobody's ever heard that. You, that, you don't even hear, like, men comfortable with saying that out loud. No. Yeah. No, I was yeah. tired, though, bro. I was tired. The whole, and yep. I knew my money wasn't the way I wanted it to be. I mean, I really, you know, I really think I should have 100 million liquid at any given time, and it ain't there. And see, that's humility, you know, is, is knowing and understanding your limitations and then going out there and seeking some help. Yeah. Why do you think men have issue with seeking help? We were trained that way. Shut up, boy, don't cry. Get up. If Mary, little, little Mary and little Johnny were running and they, they both fell, we picking little Mary up. We ain't picking him up, man. Get your butt <laughs> up, boy. That's what we going to say. So all our lives, we got to pick ourselves up and we can't cry. You know, you be like, you know, you, when you do that, that's a, that's a thing. But so let, we got to be able to, from a kid, I seen myself do it the other night. My son fell on the basketball court and I started, and I was like, ah, let me, let him cry. Let him get up. Let him fix it. You know, let him, let it out. Like, why is he crying? He crying because he pissed. He ain't crying because he hurting. Mm. So, you know, those are things, man, that that really, really does help, man, that mental piece. And it all, again, ties in. I got some amazing friends. So I'm going to say that. You know, y'all are my friends, so I might call them like, what you doing today? You ain't calling me about no deal. And I don't really be wanting nothing. I just call and talk. Check in. Then I'm gone. You know what I mean? Um, I'll say this openly. Like, I said it on live. Um, when was it? Let me see. So we were in Cleveland two weeks ago. We was in Detroit two. So two weeks ago, this past Thursday was Cleveland. Um, the week before that, we took this challenge. Somebody called Beyond. I'm gonna say Beyond Wynn called me and told me to take a challenge. Okay, we gonna get him on the show soon too. Get him. Yeah, get him. Got to get him. Another legend. He. Hung up the phone with me and then called right back. So I'm like, damn, you know. So when he called back, he said, let me ask you something. And, you know, he get pretty serious sometimes. Right? <laughs> intense. He intense. And, yeah. And he went in. He went in. And I was like, damn, I'm already in the midst of knowing I got to do better. But because he's my real friend, he went in. And so I, I, I tell him, you just started something amazing because I not only listened to him, but I was already in that open-minded space. Mm-hmm. And then I took this challenge um, uh, from Myron Golden that was another phenomenal. So that week was like, wow, phenomenal. So I got people that hold me accountable that um, that are strong because I wouldn't listen to anybody. Like, you know, I'm like, do fluff, but I knew beyond for real. You know what I mean? So when when you know these people are for real, I can humble myself and say, I'm listening. And it's not about age because, you know, I got friends that are younger than me that, you know, I'm inspired by and I listen to. So it's really you got to be humble. You got to understand that we are here 
and God can send a five-year-old to teach you something. You just got to listen to that five-year-old. That's true, man. And, and and now I'm getting a better understanding of the things that you put in place to like to protect yourself, these preventative circles. So we talk about your, leading your men's group. We talked yeah. about therapy. Now, I know you mentioned Miana, so I want to talk about your 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 friendships, your, your masculine male friendships, because I talk to a lot of young guys, and I'm telling them, hey, watch out who you hang with. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I got this part and I got that part. And I look at some of these guys, you know, some of the guys that, you know, they work with us or, you know, some of my, my young friends. And I'm like, I just don't understand why they're hanging with these dudes. So I'm very curious with you. How do you evaluate men that you are potentially bringing into your circle and, and, and sharing your energy so with? I'm, I'm going to say something to you. So you remember your, 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 your parents, grandparents used to say, man, why are you hanging with him? Mm-hmm. But you, <laughs> you, you really didn't know. Yeah. Right? yeah. But they saw it. But now they mama said the same thing about you. What you mm. hanging with him for? So we all we all have to learn and grow. We have to touch that stove. Uh, at this point in my life, man, I, I do like I know, man. Like when I say amazing people, <laughs> I got some amazing people. So I got friends that call me to laugh. I got friends that text me crazy stuff. But we all understand um, we need each other. You know, I got friends. I got a, a friend. I don't know if y'all know Harry, but Harry. Is a friend that like oh he, he's another real estate boss too yeah 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 yeah, yeah we yeah. we we don't talk yeah. to him on the phone yeah. a couple of times yeah. he's a cool dude but 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 man conversation wise we go we'll go to lunch like last time we were together we went to lunch and we sat there and we you know we ate very well but we were at it like this is what we gonna be doing this is what we need to be at and so I, my friends have to be somebody I know are we the same we care about what's happening you know he may say man Ramon quit doing that or you know, I got a friend that may say, hey, Ramon, hey, man, look, cut your beard off because it's going to make you look better. But we people are saying stuff to us to help us grow. And unsolicited, too. Yeah. That's what real men you oh, that yeah. unsolicited yeah, advice. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't ask for this shit, but, hey, you told me how I need to straighten my stuff out yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if you sitting around me and um, you let me do bad, you ain't really my friend. Mm-hmm. You a scrub. Yeah, yeah, you ain't, yeah, yeah. And so I don't I don't have those because I don't really deal with a lot of people. So you're never going to see me with 20 different dudes. And I could be. <laughs> you I could. Mean, I could be. Yeah, yeah I could yeah. be. But you never, I just, even as a kid, man, I never ran in, I never did that. You know what I mean? And so uh, when, you, when you're talking about, you really don't select friends. You, you really continue to pray. And I think the people that's going to leave, going to leave, the people that's going to come, going to come. And I think you do got to be qualified, man. You got to work to, you know, invest in yourself to be qualified to have and earn these relationships, you know, to be able to really provide value to valuable people. And one of, you know, one thing I'm big on is making sure I keep some some real strong OGs in my life, some older men in particular. I think it's a special energy and uh, experience that they can provide. And one in particular, one in particular, I have um, one of my close men, closest mentors, actually. He gave me some some really critical advice as a, as a young guy that um, I still live by. And I want to hear your uh, opinion because we spoke about this a bit offset because he said that he's, he believes especially that men, especially black men who are behind in ge- generationally speaking, we should not be having kids before 30 because we need to be focused on building this generational wealth, closing this gap and catching up. And we need to make this shit as easy as possible for us right now. And having kids delaying that process is probably one of the best things that we can do. I want to hear your thoughts on that. So that's another one of those. It's no cookie cutter. It's a, it depends. Because what if I meet the person that's supposed to be the woman of my life that's been sent to me from heaven and she ready to have kids and get married? 
and I delayed it, and I lose that one. But, you just find another. He, he, just find another good one though. He no. said he said another one from heaven. <laughs> he said the few of them, didn't it? Ain't it like what is it, thirty to one? I don't care with that. Yeah, but we, we ain't supposed to play with all thirty. We that's why we get in trouble because we want to play with all thirty. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so it's just like this. It's just like this. Um, we're gonna get a lot of deals, but that development deal that could have changed your life. If you miss it, you might have missed the one that take you to that next level. Yeah, I'm gonna get another deal, but it might be a bunch of you know bases. You missed the home run, so I, I'm not gonna tell somebody they should wait. To after they 30 like that's gonna be different for every single person like nobody has that you might supposed to start at 18 19 get married and have start having kids that may just be in your destiny one of your kids may be the one that take it to the next level so that's a hard that's a hard one because people's philosophies are different based on their situation why wait until i'm 30 what if i what if i'm 22 stacked up the whole nine and i did everything i need to do time to party <laughs> yeah, but it may not. That may not be in your cards to party because you may start partying, start drinking, go get a DUI, mess your life up, get lost instead mm. of going home to your wife that was sitting there at twenty two. Mm. You may supposed to have kids at fifty. I again, man, that's a hard one. Like I don't do cookie cutter because that's just like uh, you know I go back to real estate. It's like me telling you you should wholesale because you ain't got no money. You should buy and hold because you got some money. That may not be that buying home may not fit you. Wholesale may not fit you. So if I tell you you got the wholesale and it don't really fit where you're supposed to be going, you're gonna fail. Same thing. Like we gotta figure out, like there's no cookie cutter on this stuff. I think trial and error, like prayer is the biggest thing. Prayer, meditate, stop, get quiet for a long period of time. Fasting. Like that's why they tell us to fast and not just I'm gonna fast tomorrow. I ain't gonna eat no bread tomorrow. Right. Some people fast, man, 30, 60, 90 days. And not just fasting on food, but fasting on, you know, desires and fasting on, you know, uh, certain luxuries. All pleasures. All pleasures. Yeah. And see, that's a that's that's a good point because that's that was going to be my next question. How do you figure out what it is? Because you're saying there's no rule of thumb for everybody, right? There's no way to do it. So, like, how do we evaluate the deal? Like, how do we know What's this best is for, when for me? I need to go about making this decision? That's always the tough one, man. I think you, again, get quiet and listen. Uh, it's going to be some trial and error because I thought I heard something and I went out with her, but I mean, I ain't hear it right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I don't and I don't ever – let me say this, man, as a man. Anything that happens to me is my fault. I agree with that. It ain't never – Say that one more time, please. And it, we got to take full responsibility, man. Like I, I tell people this, and I talk – I know we talked about kids, but anything that happened to me is my fault. When I choose that woman and it don't go right, it ain't her fault. Expect nothing and accept everything. For sure. Yeah. It's like people with kids, man. I, you know, I can't be your friend if you don't take care of your kids. Mm. Like we just be, we can't. Our values ain't the same. Nah, bro. We can't. I don't care what the relationship is. Listen, I tell people all the time, bro. If my kids' mothers would have, we got a divorce. She would have ran, lived in an igloo in Alaska. I would have figured out how to get to Alaska. Mm. I'm not going to say Alaska too far I'm broke. I'm going to get some money, so I'm going to Alaska. You see what I'm saying? So, so like, I don't believe in excuses. I believe in we are, we still, despite of what society says, we are the leaders. Like, we are the warriors. We are the kings. Like, we are, we, we are responsible for what happens. Mm. 
I'm on the same page with that too, man. And I, and I want to talk about. So we, you know, we single. Well, I think we keep throwing that out there, ladies. Send us a DM right now <laughs> if you're available. But um, you know, we single and also kidless. But you know, I, I am getting to this place where I'm becoming a lot more comfortable with kids. I'm you know thinking about having kids and how many I want to have and how I want to structure this relationship and so forth in the future. So I want to talk to you because you're doing some very special things with preparing your kids for generational wealth. So tell us about you know some of the things that you that you got your kids doing some of the projects that they're working on right now. You know what, man? I um, my kids are super amazing. Now my oldest son is probably one of the coolest dudes I ever met. Been that way since he was born. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like when he, was, he was a baby, people used to be like, "Yeah, we'll watch him because he don't no problems, bro." You know what I mean? Like literally, I would have loved for him to be out here with me doing this. But I understand we're all different. This ain't this one what God put them on this earth to do. Now, do they have to understand real estate? I pray that they do. I pray that they do. But he's in the movie industry. He's been Tyler Perry three years, Walking Dead set past three years. An amazing wow. gentleman. That might be his calling. You see what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. So how old is he? Twenty six. Okay, this is your first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. now the girls, and I'm gonna say I'll break it down. Twenty, the twenty year old, she Understanding investing, we've invested in deals together. They make some money, but they want to enjoy their life in college. She's at Howard University. I'm not going to tell her, oh, you can't go to college because social media says going to college wastes your money. Mm. I'm not going to tell you that. You need to go. Like, I want, because it's like going from high school to the pro. You're a great running back in high school. You're not going out there on the field in the pro with the pros. Right. All of a sudden, you're going from high school to having a successful business. It's not going to happen. So I think, you know, people, Always it's the either ors. I always tell them one, invest. Two, you know, get keep your credit strong as possible. You know, three, when you you're not going to be renters because we're gonna make sure that, and you have to you got to keep telling them that you're not gonna be renters. So all of them, we we teach them how to invest. I let them take risks. You know what I mean? I don't invest in stocks. Like I tell them, they can do it. That ain't me. I ain't gonna be on the forex. I'm not gonna watch that. That's not what I do. But if one of them want to do it, my 14 year old has started playing around with stocks. If he lose money, he lose money. It's okay. You're going to lose. If he understand now I can take gambles. So I want to instill in them that they can do whatever they want to do. I don't say y'all got to come and take over this business because it may not be their calling. I like that. And you got um, you got uh, some young daughters that, that one of them is an author, right? Both of the girls. Both of the girls wow. wrote books at 14, 15. Um, you know, we pushed them to write the books because they were talking about African-American women in their hair. Mm. And so I would love for them to pick back up on that. But if they do, they do. They don't, they don't. They are published authors. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, my 14-year-old is, he, he a teenager. He 14. So he won't play games all day. You know, they all, I remember when the pandemic first hit, they were like, I kept hearing all these voices. And I'm like, who the hell in my house at 2 in the morning? Well, they all on the game. You know what I mean? So I told him the other day, he's reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad for teens. I said, read it. We'll talk about it next week. I, I'm not going to make him, man, go out there and cut the grass. I'm going to give you 20 up. Not going to happen with me. Not going to happen. I just want them to know that we're here to support them, and I want them to do whatever. And they're going to make mistakes. Even like my baby boy. You know, he is a – he different, bro. Like, and they understand. He, he won the war. He asked the teacher, hey, you think you want to invest with me? And so she <laughs> – Oh, yeah, he – He mean, a finesse. Yeah, he, he, he is, but he's very, he's very intelligent. And so – she said something about her rent. He was like, "We don't rent. We, we, we landlords or something." You know. Wow. So she was like, wow. Because she called and told us. He getting suspended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, they gonna suspend. He, he, yeah, he gonna charm his way out. But as far as the kids, man, just really instilling in them what's important, and then letting them make their path. Um, if I see something in one of them that I think 
we can guide them, I'll guide them. But I'm not going to make you go be a doctor when it wasn't meant you, you were supposed to be a school teacher. I make you be a doctor, you're going to fail. Mm. But I am going to tell you, you need to have real estate in your portfolio. That's my only thing. Now, now let me tell let me tell let me tell you. I got I read a book, man. It was one, probably one of my favorites this year. Hard times create strong men, right? That's a Stephon Arnold's joint, right? That is. Yeah, it's a good one. And um, actually, here goes the saying, the full length of it, right? Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And it starts, the cycle, cycle. goes over yep. and over, right? So check this out. It actually is another statistic that goes 60% of wealth does not transfer from one generation to another. And specifically because of that, the hard times create strong men, the strong men create good times, the good times create weak men, and now here we go, the cycle. So that's a challenge for, for men that create wealth, right? Because you grew up very differently from your children. You grew up in the old Atlanta, right? You grew up with nothing. You grew up where the world had to kind of cut you up and really give you this edge and, and this person to become who you are now where your kids really didn't have that same situation. So how do you really try to, how do you mold your children, right? Even though they have this abundance, how do you still make sure they have these values about them that you had the, the way you grew so, up? So let me say this. So we grew up, um, we had some rough times, but my... Um, we had some amazing people. So my dad was very, very strong. Always been in business. Always pushed us. Like, I've never truly had a job. Like, when I was a teenager, he used to say, you get no job over here. You can go get some lawnmowers. I'll buy some lawnmowers. You know, um, we we saw a lot of hustle as kids. Um, when I was five, both of my parents went to prison. And so wow. so the, the person that kept us, we called our grandmother. We grew up in Kirkwood. You know what I mean? For a couple of years, the mom came home. And so, you know, I've told y'all some stuff earlier, but so we really, I'm going to say this. I've never, ever really needed anything because they've always been there. You know, I had a father that um, was very strong and was very adamant about us getting money and wanted us to get money early on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he was, he pushed us. And so his thing was he, when I turned 13, because of some of the stuff that we were doing, I had to go stay with my stepmom, who was just like a mother to me. He wanted us to go to school. He wanted us to have business. He encouraged us to get in real estate. At 19, I got in real estate because he was pushing. But he already had, we had a bunch of, he had a bunch of real estate. So so we were pushed and grew up in a different environment than they have been. But some of the same stuff they gave us would get them. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think um, they understand it, man. My kids, I got some pretty good kids. Thank God. They got some, so, so part of it is in spite of the challenges they've had with like divorce and separation, Cause that's a big thing. That's a big. That's that that will hurt your kids in ways you don't ever understand it. But they know that business wise and education wise, they know they got full support from us. If one of them tell you right now, I want to go take an airplane lesson, me and their mothers are gonna be like, you take an airplane lesson. If one of them say we want to buy an airplane, we got to figure out how to buy an airplane. That means I'm gonna have to wholesale the hell out some deals <laughs> to buy an airplane. You, you gotta get something like, big. Yeah, we gotta do something big. So they they understand that the way we understood it. We all as kids felt invincible. Because of that environment, and I think our kids do too. That's good and bad. It's good and bad. I would I would agree with that. Now you you got um, Warren Buffett, and I think we we read an article. Maybe we seen something posted on on Instagram. But Warren Buffett was basically stating that he plans to give one hundred percent of his wealth away, none to his kids. Well, what, what are you saying on that? I'm not doing that. <laughs> See, Warren Buffett them say that. Let me let me explain something to you. Mm. They say that because their kids are already set up. 
See, they wouldn't drop their kids off in, in the city of Atlanta and just leave them. Warren Buffett ain't bringing your kid's kid to the cave and put them in an apartment like it's them coming to America. <laughs> they just sound good for TV for mm. them. They're not going to not let them kids start somewhere. Our kids are already 400 years behind. We got to do something different. That make a lot of sense. Man, you know, I see that stuff. I'm like, it's bullshit. You're not, you're not doing <laughs> I that. I call it, bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. It sounds yeah. good. It make people, oh, my God, Warren Buffett. Them kids already okay. They ain't broke. Neither one of them kids broke. None of them kids. The dude that gave, did you see the dude that gave away, he was a billionaire and gave away all his money? Well, he gave away all his money, but he already had everything set with income coming in. So I can give away my $5 billion if I got a million dollars a month coming in and all my houses paid for. That's a good point. What difference do it make? And, you're, and you got billion dollar relationships. I got it. Which no, the kids no, have No to. change to your lifestyle. Yeah, no that's change. true. Right? You ain't giving that away to go live in a nursing home. You ain't did that. You ain't come and support the black community and say, I'm going to give all my money to Tell Warren Buffett he won't give his money away. We got somewhere for to get to. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so it's, it's, it's become very clear to me that you have a plan, right, and you are extremely present in your, your children's yes. life. Now, many of the men I speak to, including myself, either we had an absent, like a 100% absent father, or we just had a, a father that wasn't present. So, you know, just speaking to the, the fathers out there who are actually – in the household, what things can they do to, to remain present and active in their children's lives, even though they got all these other things that they got to take care of for themselves? They're a priority. They are, like, you know, being present, I always say, is a present. Um, my dad was a um, <laughs> very friendly dude, so it's a bunch of us. It's, <laughs> it's a bunch of us in a bunch of different households. But here's the crazy thing. Brad, other than the time when he was in prison, there was never a time that I couldn't call on him. Hmm. Matter of fact, it was never a time that he didn't he wasn't there. Like, I'm gonna be there. I don't care what your mama think. I don't, you know, I don't care what none of the mamas think. All y'all coming, like he would be bringing kids. And I'd be like, hey man, this such and such daughter. Yeah, but like we laugh about it now. <laughs> but we were a priority. And you have to make your kids a priority. And if you are there, and it, it, it's not just enough to sit on the sofa. You got to sit on the sofa and make them watch. Uh, I don't care what the show is. Like, my six-year-old watches what's happening. You know, like the old show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So, like, we <laughs> laugh. He'll walk in the house, like, you know, and, and it's funny because he got mad at me one day. We were shooting basketball, and uh, he was like, go on in the house, then rerun. And so everybody was laughing because he was calling me fat. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, I, we watch games together with the girls, you know, that's going to date. Let's, you know, sometimes if they at home, let me go crawl in the bed with them and lay on the side and just, you know, just don't say something until they tell me, go on, daddy. But they know you, they know you there. You got to be there for them. Like, they are the priority because if you don't do them right, they're not going to do the world right. And that's mm. a problem. So, I agree with that, so, man. I'm, so I'm you thinking. you got to be there. Look, we need to put one of you in most of the households in America right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got, our, we got our challenges, man. But what I'll say is just know you're not perfect. You know what I mean? That's why I listen to the kids, too, though. Now, I'm still... Old school, you're going to do what I tell you to do. Like, now, if you raise your hand and be like, well, Dad, I ain't feel because it don't, then we can have a discussion. But you can't have that discussion while I'm telling you to do it. You got to kind of raise see, your See, hand. you modern old school. You modern old school because the old school ain't even no hand raise. I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. any, yeah, yeah. Anything, you, anything you say back, disrespect. <laughs> right. disrespect. Why you talking like, back? Bloody lips. But, <laughs> but even, the, even the dudes that are not present. I always say, man, figure out a way to get present, even if it's been 20 years, even if it's been 18 years. Like, just get back in the game. Yeah, man. Because guess what? You you owe it. <laughs> Don't think about that relationship with the mama. She ain't, 
whatever that is, that ain't got nothing to do with you and that relationship with that kid. And it could be a big, big thing. I mean, we got guys, young guys, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-olds wanting to get mentorship from us. And I'm like, I'm just considering because I'm learning about their family. I'm like, dad, your dad is rich. Like, your dad didn't teach you this? You know what I mean? He's like, his dad was just busy being rich and just not yeah. being present, in, you know, in, in these lives. So it's, it's a very curious thing to me. It's a hard balance, though. Yeah. I think about it sometimes. My friends um, <laughs> laugh. They be like, man, I remember you used to bring them to the meetings, and they were little. And I was like, yeah. Because, you know, like you, they can sit there and learn by listening. Mm. You know, they can they can learn mannerism, how to shake a man's hand, how to grab a man's right hand, how to look at, you know, how to look at you in your eyes and be like, you know, what's up? Like, that's basic stuff. Take mm -hmm. them to the barbershop. You know, you got some, I, I hate to see this. I hate to see a woman take a boy to the barbershop. Me I get too. it. Sometimes they got to do it. Too. But just on a regular basis, bro, listen, at a minimum, go sit in the barbershop with your son. Cause you learn so much in the good, bad. You learn, we learn it all in the barbershop. We gonna talk about everything. They need to hear it. That's the once a week meetup right there. Right. That's, that's, that's a, what I that's said. That's my therapy. Yeah. So, so as as men, man, we gotta jump over every hurdle when we got a seed in this world. We got to fertilize and let it grow. And if you can't do that, bro, you ain't really no man. Like, mm. you know, you're not. You, we definitely not friends. Mm. I, I like that you stand yeah. on that too. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're I, not, I love that. We're not man. friends. Cause tell me. If there is no reason that will stop you from taking care of your kids. That's duty. That's like what Go to you, court. Right. Let's go to court. I'm cool with that. Let me go ahead and put me on child support then. Let's go. If my child support is $5 a month, that means I got to go get some money. Mm -hmm. That's the fun thing. Well, See, you got a good lawyer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but you need some money for that, though. You need, money for, need some money for that. Here's the, here's the thing, man. If most people look at it this way, I look at money. Money is just a tool. It ain't really, really, it's important, but it ain't that important because it's values based upon somebody else's, how you value it, right? I can get as much money as I need. What stops me from getting money? What stops you? It's us. Me. So if I had a million dollars extra a month, do you think I really care about sending a few thousand dollars to a kid or taking care of a kid or taking a kid on a trip? Not at all. If you ain't got but $100 extra, man, they got four for four with some Frosties. Your kid not going to remember the necklace. He not yep. going to remember. He going to remember, man, you remember we used to go eat ice cream? That is true. Man, I was so broke in 2009, man, because, you know, the crash. We lost everything, right? My kids right now be like, Dad, you remember we used to eat these cookies out of Kroger? And I was like, yeah, they was like, man, they were so good. I was like, y'all know why we used to eat the cookies out of Kroger, right? <laughs> they used to be in that bin. They were 99 cents. So I grab them and grab some stuff and you go. I'll buy the tag from from uh, Wendy's. You know, you pay a dollar, and you get free frosties all summer. Mm. Wow. So when they get out of school, I'm like, y'all want to get some ice cream? <laughs> I ain't got no money, but they don't know. You know, my grandma told me that. She said that she didn't know she was broke until she was, like, 14 in middle school, and somebody said, hey, y'all poor. And she was, like, poor. Like, she didn't even know what the concept of being poor was because her family was so strong. It was so much love. It was so much love. Man, come on, man. Listen. It's some rich families with some poor ass kids. Yep, they have no like, man. I just wanna, I just wanna just eat dinner with my daddy. Then they start drinking and popping pills. It's some poor families where you sit at the table with your grandmother, and you are gonna remember everything. Drunk John, Uncle Johnny, you are gonna <laughs> laugh like crazy. But y'all ate macaroni and cheese and and just all the fat back and bacon and everything you ate, and you were them the greatest memories in the world. That's true. There's no memories better than sitting at the table with somebody. Name it. Nah, I'm, I'm with you. With some Jordans? 
Come on, man. Them kids, these kids don't even know. My son called me one day and was like, man, I want to, what's the V, y'all? What's the V on the shirt? The V? What's the V? It's a. I know what you're talking about, but I don't even know. V-Long? V-Long? V-Long. V-Long. Oh, what's that? Gunner line? Yeah. V-Long. Yeah. Listen, listen. He wants some designer. So I'm like, cool, bro. Go get your V-Long shirt, T-shirt. Yeah. He got to the counter. I was like, you know, lost your damn mind. Man, I'm not buying that t- a T-shirt with 200 199 I'm like, no, bro, you can buy that. Right. You can buy that. I'm not buying that. You figure out how to get you some money, mm-hmm. and you buy that T-shirt. He ain't want that T-shirt that day. I'm well, not buying one, it. One worth it with his money. No, 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 no. But that's, again, he going to remember, though. Hey, man, me and my daddy, we went to um, – what is it? Club vegan? What's the, what's the new? What's Sl- the, slutty vegan? Oh, no, no, uh-uh. no, no. Uh, bar vegan. Bar vegan. Bar vegan. Listen, we went to bar vegan. You know, just me and him. We sat in bar vegan. Very nice looking servers and the whole nine. But he's gonna remember <laughs> we sat there. The first our first experience at bar vegan was just me and him just sitting there joking. Yeah. He's not gonna remember he didn't get that V long shirt. And if he do, that's on him. That means he gonna say, "Damn, I need to get my own money." Yeah. Yeah. Them the experiences I want to have, man. The rest of that stuff. So so let me ask you this too, because right now you are. You, you're, you're a single guy. Yeah. And you transition into this place in your life because I think you said prior too that you actually are open to marriage. For sure. At this point Whoa. I, see, I might have missed that one. You still would get married even now. So Man, listen, yeah, let's yeah. talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about okay. it because now okay. you have amassed a sizable portfolio, a sizable just, uh, just wealth in general. At Brand, this point in wealth, reputation, everything. So now... How do you feel, like, what's your stance now on, you know, putting together a prenuptial agreement before you go, go ahead and engage in this next marriage that you get into? So so here's the thing. Um, I believe in the prenups, right? You got to be careful with that, too. You know what I mean? Because if I'm marrying you on the trust side, so, <laughs> let me back up. <laughs> let me back up. Hey, let me think first. My stuff going in the trust anyway. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna tell where it go. It don't matter what you say. If we if we not gonna make it. Secondly, if you when we get together, you help me do better. Then you deserve something from that from that point on oh, forward. Yes, sir. I like not, that. Not not from now. To, not, no, right? Because I don't cry, struggle, fail, picked up. No, you don't. You don't benefit in that. But no retroactive. No yeah, retroactive. Yeah, but you still. You know, in a sense, you still benefit because we are what we are. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a lot of things that people have to think about. Do I believe in prenup? Yeah. Yeah, and the same thing. You know, whoever I'm going to get with probably going to have something too. So I don't want. At don't, this point, yeah. I, I, yeah, I hope. You Unless you get I mean? one of them 21-year-olds like me and Tyshawn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, I'm too good. I got, I got kids. I can't go below the kids. That's, that's a whole different animal. So. But, yeah, on the prenup, man, you just you got to understand who you're dealing with too. And I got a lot of other things that are, are based upon who I am. So I, whoever I get, we have to understand. You know, it ain't like going against you. It's just that you, it's a baseline thing, and you don't share in that. You didn't share in the pains that I had to get to go through that, and most people understand that. So that's a conversation that you have with the woman before, you know. Man, like, I'm talking about a second date. Like, hey, girl, if we want to get, you know, you gotta have them conversations <laughs> up front. It don't make sense to waste a lot of time. And keep, and keep, keep in mind, these are more mature women. He's he's speaking to. So yeah, these are yeah. women who, you know. They, they they played around enough. Yeah, yeah. So they haven't seen. They, they negotiating terms on date two. Well, I don't mean you negotiate terms. You just having conversations about the what ifs. You know, like what if? 
But that's when you so, mm. and that's one thing I realized too. You know, with dealing with women, like having those in depth questions, there's nothing wrong with that. It don't mean you know if I'm talking to you about babies. I mean I'm trying to have a baby with you right now. Right. I just want to get some insight to how you think and how you move and, and what's you know what do you see in your future. Correct. And I, that's the key to it all, man. Communicating and being honest about your communications. Like no, like for real, man. I was went out with a girl, man. You know, in the past year. And she was like, she want kids. And she over 40. I left her at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that fish back in the water, man. Yeah, no. I mean, here's the thing, though. Beautiful, amazing. And somebody, somebody, some dude wants kids. I am done. Mm. I've been raising kids for three decades. I'm done. Like, I don't, my next phase is continue to grow our money and enjoy. Like, I want to be calling y'all from, like, Cairo, Egypt. Like, hey, man, what, what we got? You know what I mean? Send someone laughing. Just enjoy myself. That ain't going to work with a new kid. Mm. Now, when, when do you think you, you know, because to me that, that takes a lot of courage to express yourself and be authentic about what you want up front. So w- when did that come along? Did that come after, you know, you, you went through the marriage and a long-term relationship or was that, you know, is that just a recent thing? Like w- when did you kind of get so, comfortable so with that? So people will say I've always been pretty straightforward, um, but I really understand and value my time. Mm. Like, like now, I mean, I've always kind of, but – I'm more like, man, you know what? Instead of me going on five different dates, I got to kind of vet where I want to be. Like, I know who you are, and I don't really need to be on a date with you because it ain't going nowhere. So I just went and wasted 100, 100, 150 bucks or whatever it is right. and three, four hours, and I know it ain't going nowhere. But what I can do with 150 bucks in three, four hours, we can go to dinner, us in here, go to dinner, sit down and mastermind, and we come out with a better feel. Strike a million dollar deal with the same one fifty investment. With the same one fifty. Yeah. So you have to be mindful of where we spend our time and our money and our resources, man. Every day I I write in one of my journals, and I and I say, man, I know I am so grateful for this day, and I will show God how grateful I am by being a good steward of my time and my resources and my life. Mm. And we got to stand to that. We got to stick to that because wasting time we can't get back. I can I can I can go and blow ten million dollars. I can get that back. That's easy. But if I go blow ten seconds, it's ten seconds I can never get back. Mm. And we got to really understand that in life, our relationships and our people, that's the only way we truly become successful at who we're going to be and be who we're supposed to be if we take and analyze our time and spend it right. So at this point, I'm, at this at this level of maturity in your life. And I think we're going we gonna to kind of sum it up with this one because I, I really want to learn his answer here. What is the number one thing you're looking for in a woman at this point in your life? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it still got to be fine as hell. But still. Hey, got to. Hey, got Let's to. Let's keep it 1,000. Uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still shallow when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's not shallow. That that's not shallow, shallow at all. No, no shame saying, in that. Saying, no, there ain't no shame in it. But if I had to say number one thing, man, um, it's hard to pick one. It's hard to pick one. It's hard to pick one. Mm. <laughs> That's the model right there. <laughs> I, 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 need, I need somebody probably at this point, man, um, that's spiritually right. Mm. Because we, we, and this is all men, but black men, we, we not fighting a physical battle. Mm. We fighting a spiritual war. This is a war that we fighting right now. It ain't slavery that got us here. It happened before slavery. Yep. That's mm. how we got to slavery. So we fight something different when we walk out that door today. Think about this. I had a conversation with one of the leaders of one of the, I'm a, the reals, right? It's a white guy. 
And I told them, we're not the same. Never going to be the same. When I leave home, headed to the real, I'm thinking about, damn, I hope I don't get pulled over. Mm-hmm. I know my insurance good. I got my suit on. I look good. But, damn, I hope I don't get pulled over. Yep. You leave, and you thinking about, shit, we're going to make some money. We're going to get drunk. We're going to come back home. I don't know when we going back home. It's a fact. You know, and, and most of us think about that. So I need somebody that's spiritually strong enough to say, you know what, my baby at home, we're going to take care of him. Because my kids have to think about that. My kids have to say, man, I wonder what's going to happen to daddy. The white kids don't think about, oh, my dad going to get stopped by the police and get killed. Yep. When? Mm. So in saying that, man, I think, you know, you got to have the right person that can be in the trenches and make you feel amazing while you making them feel super amazing. And really the spirit part of it, understanding like, man, we're going to have some long days. Can you imagine? I'm going to say this right quick. Can you imagine Martin Luther King without Coretta Scott King? No. Mm. See, that's what that's what equally yoked really he is. He wouldn't have been Martin. I would agree with that. He wouldn't have been Martin. Can you imagine Obama without Michelle Obama? Right. He wouldn't be that. So mm. you can name him, but name that great single dude. <laughs> like, name him. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't single. He was in tandem. He was with God. Yeah, he yeah. had the ultimate it, it partner. It was the Holy Trinity but going he, on. He had it's, a, it's, do we have some success? But I think we having the right partner um, gets us where we're supposed to be. And we got to take our time and do it. I'm taking all my time. So Don't take too much time. You're going to miss them. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you. I mean, I'm, again, man, God gonna bring that right person, but we got to be careful about who we who we choose and why we choose them. I think the spirituality part of it for me is gonna be great now. You know what I mean? Like the money gonna come. Money again, y'all. Money's the easiest part when everything else is right. Mm. It's the easy part. So when you picking up, when I'm choosing a mate now, I'm looking at how they move, how they react, how they what their relationship is with their family. You know, if they got a father, what's her relationship? You know, if she got brothers, what's her relationship? How does she treat other women? Mm. You got to watch that. Like, if mm. you on Jokey Joe gossip, too much gossip, and you ain't the one because we ain't got time for that. Because that's how you're operating without me. Yeah, you're going to do that to me when you yep. get pissed off at me. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's probably number one because when people, you know, some things are given. You know what I mean? Like being clean and that kind of stuff. Like, that's given. But the basics, it ain't money. It ain't, um, you know, I want the beauty. Um, but the spiritual part, I want you to be able to pray. Man. And, that, and that's, you know, how we made it through. I mean, our grandma was praying for us. Yep, yeah. Yeah, them, them, somebody was praying. And and I know that that is, that is critical, not just the prayer, but to understand that the depth of the relationship we're supposed to have. And even for me as a man, I got to be submissive to her like she got to be submissive to me. But she got to understand that now. I don't mind being submissive, kind of, sort of. You know, that's, that's a whole other topic. Hey, look, we're going to end it on that one. I don't even want you to say that on there. We're going to cut that part out. Ramon, <laughs> and t- look, Ramon and broke down how to structure your relationship, how to be present in your household. I mean, he didn't broke down just just so much. You got to be motivated about the about the kids too, man. I I, I just um I, I like what you're doing with your family too, man. That's that's some amazing stuff. It is, yeah. man. It is, and and, and w- see the thing I love though in all aspects of Ramon's life in all aspects. When I'm looking at business, when I'm looking at the community, when I'm looking at his family, he really does embody leadership in every single aspect of his life. 
and I think that that's something that we 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 speak on very like very large. That can't. Let me say something though, because I don't want you to cut that off. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, mess, I'm messing no, no, with no, you. Let me say this though. No, I'm, let me say this right quick, so we can. When I say submit, like I when I walked in y'all office that time, I, I submit to who y'all are. Like mm. my God, like my man, you know, because that's why we don't grow. See, mm. we got to be able to be submit and be servers. If you need me to come, if you got an event, and you say I need you to come and sweep. Bro, I'm coming to sweep. Right. Because guess what? I submitted to y'all enough so y'all can go up. Because mm. I hope when y'all go up, all of us come up. It's, it's, it's better for, the, for it's everybody. better for the whole community. So yeah. we have to, and that comes in that relationship, man. And submit ain't mean like, oh, my God, I, I got to do <laughs> No, nah, I ain't talking about that kind of man. I don't do that now. But but in, in as a whole, man, we have to be able to understand what we need to do to make sure all of us become who we're supposed to be. And that's a part of it. No doubt, man. When I think about this conversation, I, I just feel uh, I feel warm on the inside, and I and I also come to this realization that it's a marathon, because the things that you're talking about doing, getting into the physical activity, the journaling, the therapy, the the, the men's group, all of that is like things that we're gonna have to continue to do. Yeah. You know. No, real talk, and Ramon, just know, like as young guys, we watching you, and we are using you as a template. We're using you as Facts. a model. And we are actually, you know, I would say we are your predecessors. Like we have, uh, uh, we are a consequence of a lot of the work that you've been putting in over the years, you know, in the community. And man, we appreciate you. I thank y'all, no man. I thank y'all for continuing to do what y'all are doing because, you know, sometimes people look up and they say, man, a generation is lost. And I don't think so. You know what I mean? I think what happened is, we lose contact and we get old and we say, man, we, we ain't never seen it like that. No, bro. It's, my grandma used to say, ain't nothing new under the sun. We just got to be more in tune and do more things like this. Honestly, man, even like with today, when you call, I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to be somewhere else. But because it's them, I don't care what else I had to do. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to do what they got to do and then I'll figure out the rest of my day. We have to make those sacrifices because y'all going to be great. That 17, 18-year-old, the 25, 20, the people that's asking y'all to mentor them, y'all owe it to them. Mm. I agree with that. I, owe it to I them. agree. In, 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 a, in a fashion where you can't do it all one-on-one. You got to have a group, Saturday group. You can't wear yourself out. That's one thing I'm going to say. Don't wear yourself out building other people up till you are fully where you need to be. But that's also the point of this platform because, I mean, the the reason we're doing this is to be able to touch as many men as we possibly can. That are disconnected. That, that are disconnected. That aren't getting this message, yeah. That's not able to get this message. That's not able to have a Ramon Tooks in their Rolodex, but they can still now have, you know, a conversation with Ramon Tooks. That, or that have a Ramon Tooks in their Rolodex, and they just apprehensive about having a conversation. Because it's a, you know, because I can't say that it's not men out there, you know, like a Ramon Tooks who is open to you know, engaging in this way. But a lot of the young men, you know, we find that they, you know, a lot of us are just a little little fearful of it. Yeah. So we want to, you know, hey, look, this right here is no commitment. You know, catch us out on YouTube, Facebook, Patreon, and, and get you some knowledge. And, and as a matter of fact, listen, I want y'all to really stay connected with this man. As a matter of fact, Ramon, where can they find you? I'm all social media, Ramon Tooks. Um, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, whatever's out there. I'm Ramon Tooks. Um, if you ever see me anywhere, because people will walk up to me like, oh, my, I ain't really one. And I'm like, let's talk. Like, <laughs> right. I don't really, unless you got something crazy going on. Or then, COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you know, again, man, Ramon Tooks, you can inbox me if you got a question. You know what I mean? 
Um, I do tell people now when you call and ask them for them strategies, I just tell you to hit that link where I got that, you know, that uh, consultation fee in there now. But if you're talking about <laughs> life, um, if you're talking about life, man. 10% if, discount. If you feel some kind of way, <laughs> if you just want to talk, man, reach out. We'll we'll figure it out. Like We'll get on a phone call because yeah. that's, that's what we're here for. And he mean that. Yeah. He mean that too. And I, and I know that from experience. And, man, again, I appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Please, guys, like, comment, subscribe, share. Okay, because we do want to spread this message, spread the word. But this is the end of another amazing episode at Harley Initiated, and we are out.